Content Advisory. This podcast discusses methods of torture and execution. Radio. This is Catholics Read on cradio.org.au. Welcome to this episode of Catholics Read. I'm Luke. And I'm Victoria. And Chiara might be coming through the elevator in a moment soon, but yeah, um, she'll be here soon. But, but we are pedal to the metal at the moment, oh, so. Yeah. Yes, we are, um, we're attempting to get through a few episodes. So if you notice, there's been a few, there's been one episode, I don't know, they're, they're all out of order. It's okay. But in this episode, we are reading um, St. Edmund Campion's Brag. Um, or its alternative name is the um, Challenge to the Privy Council. Um, it'd be really good to have Kiara here because I think she'd have a whole bunch of history knowledge that, that I mean, I don't have. Victoria. We'll leave it up to God. He'll, she'll arrive when, when she needs to, it's, and then she'll just come with all this knowledge. It'll be, yeah, no, it'll be it'll so be, cool. It'll be good. But the basic, basic knowledge, which I mostly got from Wikipedia... But also got from other sources. The Such Catholic, as some podcasts? The cat, Well, the Catholic Encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was one from um, an Ignatian spirituality. Some, some, some websites and, and what else? And, yes, two podcasts um, from Lumen Verum Apologetics um, at St. Michael the Archangel's Parish in Belfield in Sydney. Um, but two podcasts that are here on Cradio by Father Peter Joseph on St. Edmund Campion, which are fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Um, somewhat violent um, in the account of his martyrdom, but nonetheless fantastic. So if you want to learn more, read or, or listen to those. Um, there's also, which I may want to do at some point in the future, um, I haven't read it, but I would love to, and I think a lot of sources come from this as well, perhaps, is um, Evelyn Waugh wrote uh, A Life of St. Edmund Campion. So, the, this, this text um, was written as sort of a, um, in a sense, somewhat of a confession, an explanation, um, but also a challenge. Um, and to give you some context here, um, at this point in time, St. Edmund Campion lived between 1540 and fifteen. 81 is what it says on the um, the text that we're reading from, by the way, can be obtained from um, EWTN. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appeared first in The Rock, which is produced by Catholic Answers, but you can find it on EWTN. If you just type in Campion's Brag, that's spelt exactly as we're saying it. It brag, should be noted like, that St. Uh, Edmund, Edmund Campion did not call this no, no. Campion's Brag. It was later on referred to as that by... Um, he uses the term brag in the text... But yes. he actually uses it in a kind of opposite sense. He mm. says, I don't, I don't want to, or at least he qualifies it. There's a little preamble uh, on the EW10 uh, document that says, enemies of Edmund Campion disparagingly referred to his apologia as Campion's brag, the title by which his challenge to the Privy Council is most commonly known today. Really? So it was actually a title that came from his... Adversaries, ah, yeah. There we go. But for okay. some, like, if EW10 has put it as, as it well, is, and it also common. is in um, inverted commas, inverted commas. So, yeah. okay, fair enough. Fair Having enough. said that, though, if you're just talking to Catholics, I'm sure they well, I mean, would know Campion's what you're talking brag about. Brag is what I, I've always heard it most commonly referred to as. Mm. I mean, I just presumed that brag meant something a little bit different. Saint Edmund Campion uh, was um, a Jesuit who originally lived in England, and to give a very short story, which Chiara might expand upon 
at the end. We might get it if we have time. She can expand on it at the end. He left England to become a Catholic priest with the um, the quite new at the time um, the the Society of Jesus, which was founded by Saint Ignatius of Loyola, um, and. I guess did have quite a focus on Protestantism. Yeah, um, well, it was there was the Reformation, and they were part. Of the, they were the Counter Reformation. Um, yes, they were the lions of the Counter Reformation. They are like incredible. Mm, mm. And so, um, very much the the Jesuits have for a long time, and still to this day, have been quite um, alongside the Dominicans, an intellectual order, and very much, I guess, an apollo. I, perhaps more in the past than now, mm. um, an apologetic order. Today, I guess you would probably see more intellectual life in terms of, say, the sciences. I mean, still living in intellectual life, but not yeah. in the same way as, say, the Dominicans are much more focused I on... I think on, I could be yeah. wrong, but I'm pretty sure there are a whole bunch of moons around Jupiter that are named after Jesuit priests. Yes, because, because of the astronomers. Yes, and yes. I, I think astronomy at one point was called, like, the Jesuit science because... You For some have, reason, a whole bunch of Jesuits did it and did it very well. Yes, yes. Well, it was, um, and still to this day, the the head of the the Vatican Observatory, um, mm. whose name has I've forgotten, but um, he's a Jesuit. Oh, that is so fitting. For example, um, love it. Nonetheless, at at the time of Saint Edmund Campion, it was very much, I guess, much more focused on on the Counter Reformation. Um, England, um, at this point in time under Queen Elizabeth, you can see very much, um, an escalation in the persecution of Catholicism. At this point in time, I think Catholicism would have been, the practice of Catholicism was, I don't know whether it was in terms of the law, but it was de facto illegal. And certainly being a priest, um, was de facto illegal. I'm not sure if it would have been considered to be being a pr- like the, the the fact of being a priest was illegal, but it was considered to be a form of treason, um, which was certainly illegal. And so, um, Saint Edmund Campion he um, left England to study for the priesthood, and from there decided to join the Jesuits. Um, after joining the Jesuits, after a number of years, he was um, sent. He was sent to to England with a superior. Um, a lot of there was a, and a number of other Jesuits. Um, to basically go on this mission of, um, of he says in, in his brag, to basically not to necessarily convert Protestants, to, but to bring back Catholic faithful who had been wavering um, under what was ultimately the persecution that they were facing. Um, he was advised that basically everyone in England knew that he was there and that they were looking for him, and that there were rumours going around about him. And so he should um, write, I guess, a bit of a testament um, and keep it on him uh, in the case that he's captured. Now, the, the, the problem was that, that St. Edmund Campion, um, he obviously supplied a copy of this to, to one of his supporters, who then went and published it, <laughs> um, and it went over England. So it was it was before he was captured that this that this was I believe I I think um, that this was discovered. And um, of course, this wasn't the only writing that he um, that he left um, that people discovered. Um, there was also another writing which was his ten ten reasons I think it is um, against Anglicanism. Mm-hmm. which was published, 400 copies were, or there were a number of co- copies published and 400 of which um, were left on the the pews or the benches at Oxford um, before a ceremony. 
Which, like, we just... I mean, look, I mean, I don't want to sort of stir up sort of, like, Protestant bashing or anything like that. But, I mean, is in, in terms of, like, as a Catholic, there's a certain, like... There's something really... Um, I don't know what the right word to use is with it, but, like, there's something very... Thrilling. I don't know. Is thrilling the right word? I'm not sure. Thrilling is the right word. You can say galvanizing if you want to be Gal- really yeah, I guess gal- yeah. spiffy. Galvanizing about the idea of... It makes us know. wonder why we're not putting apologetics in churches. Well, I mean, firstly, <laughs> Maybe we because we be live in quite a though. different time and I certainly wouldn't want to do that. Um, but it does but make you wonder is- what are you doing in your own life to... To spread the faith and to bring people home. And I think I think that's actually a fantastic sort of segue into the content of this. Because when you... I just recommend to read it. It's not very long. It's only, what, nine... I mean, he has his introduction. It's, it's, if you print it off, it's nine, two pages. Yeah. He yeah. has nine points. And which go from his... Um, a very short testimony of, of him as a priest. Um, and why he's there, as in he was sent by his general, uh, by his superior general, who he believes to be um, the um, the voice of God because he's under a vow of obedience. Why he's there, so what he's doing in terms of he's there to administer the sacraments and to spread the gospel. And then ultimately, then that moves to a, um, I guess, a challenge, which is where I guess the term brag comes from a challenge to the Privy Council, who would ultimately be reading this, were he captured and before that perhaps even, um, of three points that he would like to basically have an argument, or not not have an argument, but have a um, be able to preach to... What, what were the three? They were the he three want, were... We'll find them. Um, one was, I think, the Queen and her Privy Council. If you want to have a look, it was... Um, I know that the other two are the scholars of the two universities. Yep. And the, then the doctor, And then the doctors of the law, basically. Yeah, yep. I think it was the Privy Council. Oh, got it, got it, got it. it. Okay, so this is um, point five. So that's... So the Privy Council. Yep. With the Queen, if she will come. Um, the professors are at the universities, the two main universities, and then the lawyers. The lawyers. So, yeah, so we've got those. He basically says that... That he would be able to, and he—he's very, very. You get this impression that he is of utmost confidence mm. that he would prevail in in any argument that he would have with them. He says, um, "Yet I have such courage in avouching the majesty of Jesus, my King, and such affiance. I'm not quite sure how you say that word. In His um, gracious favour and such assurance in my quarrel and my evidence so impregnable, and because I know perfectly that no one Protestant nor all the Protestants living nor any sect of our adversaries can maintain their doctrine in disputation. Mm. So, but he, so he's very, very confident, um, as as he would be. He believes this. He believes that the Catholic Church is the true Church, um, and. You get from there. You do get this kind of sense that he's not—he's not out there. And although the the term "brag" kind of gives this impression that he would almost be out there to try and sort of like. Well, I think that's why his enemies called it that because I think to someone whose whose heart is not in the right disposition to potentially read this, it might sound like he's saying, "Come at me, bro." But that's but the interesting thing is that at the end. 
he talks about mm. how and it's let so us beautiful. read the end because it it's is so gorgeous beautiful. it's oh, i guess we'll probably summarize it because you read the end um readers please because it's, it's lovely beautiful. and sign it's off all beautiful. your letters as such it's, <laughs> um, it's very it's very beautiful he talks about how firstly that his brother his brother priests and his brothers studying um for the jesuits um from england so who've who've also fled from england um are praying for them and that they would not i can i can actually quote this because this is quite um so he talks about the yes the um that the english students are praying for them daily he says and to quote him are determined never to give you over but to either win you heaven or to die upon your pikes so basically he's saying that we're not there to try and you know win an argument we're not there to, to try and prove that, that we're better than you or to even undermine you. We're there to convert your heart. And if your heart's converted and you choose to kill us, well, then that is the only alternative that we will, that we will take. Ultimately, this was Camp- uh, St. Edmund Campion's fate. Um, he was captured. Um, he was imprisoned. Um, he was tortured. Uh, and he did have the opportunity to debate. Um, the, the records... That, that there are, are that he did win those debates in atrocious conditions. What do he you mean? Was, well, he was, he was what's called racked, um, which, is, which is a horrible form of torture. <sighs> if I know, I don't quite know what it is, but we won't. So, and he was, at his, at his trial, he was in so much, like, he couldn't raise his arm because I think he would have had to raise his arm. I don't know if he was swearing... Um, to tell the truth or something like that, but he couldn't raise his arm. A fellow prisoner had to raise his arm for him. That's how... This is a man of 41 years of age. He was not uh, not an old man. Um, and yet he had no table. He couldn't sit down. He basically had to stand there with no support, no books, nothing, and defend himself against, I think it was four scholars he debated against. And the witnesses, I think argue that Edmund Camp- St. Edmund Campion won those debates. Um, wow. Despite basically being in a horrible, horrid condition. It's the work of the Holy Spirit um, for you. Absolutely. And that's, I, that's exactly right. And I think that was even the reading on the... Was that the reading on the weekend? No. Was it? On Sunday. I'm not sure. It was either It was either on Sunday or it was either day around, mm. either on the Saturday or it wasn't today. Sunday. So was this Sunday was the, the Good, Good Samaritan, Samaritan so and the second reading been. was... Um, St. Paul talking about uh, Christ being the archetype or something like that. It was um, it was on the the Saturday then. It must have been, okay. but um, it's where Christ says, "Do not do not worry about um, what you are to say. You, you'll be brought before." <laughs> oh, yes, it was, beautiful! It's so long. The weekly readings at the time of the recording of this have been very much about the um, the sending out of the of disciples. The disciples. And Christ says, you know, you'll be, you'll be brought before the Sanhedrins and, and governors, um, but do not worry about what you, have, what you are to say. Um, and I guess there's, there's, a certain, there's a certain proof of that in St. Edmund Campion. But he was, he was sentenced to, um, to death um, by... Uh, he was hanged, drawn, and quartered, um, which is... Which is probably, aside from crucifixion, probably the worst form of execution I think it was a grisly humanity thing. has ever has ever done. Um, and so, 
Yeah, it's as as I said, I've, I'm getting a lot of this information from those sources that that I that I cited, but and also from you know from the, those podcasts, which are which are also fantastic. Go into this much better. But I guess what something that I think I probably want to emphasize about St. Edmund Campion's brag is that firstly, it's so beautifully, beautifully written. Secondly, this is a man who may have pretty much known that he was going to die, um, that he went there knowing that he was there as a priest. Um, he may not have wanted to be there. He was sent there under obedience. Um, he knew that he was being quite literally hunted down. Um, but his reasons for being there are to spread the gospel and to, to, to give the sacraments um, and to try and convert the, the lost hearts of those who, somewhat understandably, but nonetheless it's still wrong, um, have were beginning to waver under under the persecution of of the English the the English powers. Um, I think one thing that I find fantastic about this is that really, if you would, if you would like to try and encourage young men to consider the priesthood, <laughs> let them read this because it's it appeals. I think it very much appeals to a certain masculine. Um, a masculine instinct, which is just so, he's really like St. Edmund Campion. I think really does embody masculinity in a fantastic way. He's the kind of guy. He's the kind of man who who's just completely given up himself. He's 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 forsworn. I think he says all all worldly felicity. You know, he's given up everything for for the purposes of serving Christ. Um, for the purpose of serving <clears throat> the truth. You know, he could have quite easily stayed in Rome. And maybe he wanted to stay in Rome, but out of obedience to his superior and out of obedience for his, you see, his love for his country. He even loves the queen, you know, um, which was probably something that, you know, it would be understandable that he would have disliked Queen Elizabeth because of the way that she was treating um, treating the Catholic Church um, and, and the heritage of England. And so, yeah, I just think it's a fantastic... Fantastic text, um, and like I said, definitely an encouragement for for men to join the priesthood because I think it, it does show there's such a beauty in it um, about a man who's so willing to give himself to Christ that he completely gives of himself um, to his to his own death, but he doesn't lose what's good about him. Um, in fact, it probably makes him even better. He he was a genius as a child. He was an Oxford scholar um, when he grew up, and he left. He left England to, to join the priesthood because he knew it was true. So, yeah, I think that's probably where, where I'll leave it. I don't think I really said much more than what the text says <laughs> and sort of anything like that, but I don't think there is much more to add to it. It speaks that. for itself. It truly does. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. So that definitely won't stop us from talking about it for 20 minutes, though. <laughs> no. no. Um, I think, yeah, as I said, you know, if I could leave it with anything, it would be that that he does, St. Edmund Campion gives a fantastic model of the priesthood and of the religious life in, in particular, those, of, of those vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience. It's, um, it's quite beautiful. And so I think, you know, if there are any young men out there who are considering the priesthood and particularly considering religious life in particular, um, give this a read. I mean, don't, like, you may, you may sort of, like, don't, you're not, we're not expecting you to go out there and be martyred, but just in the sense of the way that he's willing to to lay his life down 
uh, in the defense of truth. Well, the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. Absolutely. I mean, and we, we not- need them to disrupt our comfort. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think we need witnesses like St. Ed- we need witnesses like St. Edmund Campion in our world today. We do live in a world that's that's cynical about the church. Um, and we live in a world that that probably sees what St. Edmund Campion stood for as being um, as being too much. Um, and so yeah. Anyway, um, so we'll leave it we'll leave it there. Um, unfortunately Kiara didn't come in. I don't know where Kiara is. It's a bit it's sad. Anyway, that's okay. These um, things happen. These things happen. Well, I hope she's okay. But um, we will see you. Oh, Kiara does need to be here. You know why Kiara needs to be here? Because, like, this is going to be our last episode. Oh, yeah. Where are you, Kiara? <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to go out and check. Aw. Yeah, she's okay. Hang on, I'm gonna check Facebook. Bro, she doesn't she doesn't know it's tonight. She can't know it's tonight. She replied eight minutes ago. She may have misinterpreted what I said. She, she may have Did I did I mention a day in the in the thing? You did. You did tomorrow from yesterday. Huh. Or she may have seen it eleven hours ago. She may have seen it this morning and thought tomorrow. Oh no. Oh, no, no. She wrote that at 6.30 this morning. All right. This is what happens, Victoria, when you go, don't go to bed. Um, when you write things at... Hang on. <laughs> well, I mean, she was technically correct. You wrote that at 47 minutes past midnight. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, listeners, um, that's a little bit embarrassing. Oh, man, that's okay. Um Look, do we want to... I mean, this is going to be the episode that'll go up. So, yeah, I guess we'll just have to talk about it now. Um, so, Victoria and I are, are leaving Sydney for, for a short period of time. Victoria is... Well, I mean, we're both going to Europe, firstly. For mm-hmm. World, for World Youth, Youth Day. Day. Yay. Please pray for us um, yes. and pray for everyone at World Youth Day. Um, Victoria is going to be looking after some, some kids... Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be going with my, my community. Um, and then we're going to get back and Victoria's basically Chuffing off touching to Albury. down and <laughs> she's not stopping. She's going to Albury, <laughs> teaching in Albury. Is that right? Yes. And where are you going? I'm going to be going to Hobart um, with, I mentioned my community, the Immaculata community, um, to do some formation there and some mission work um, around Australia. Um, to help um, our the charism of the community is parish uh, parish renewal, um, so helping to renew parishes around Australia. Um, and so, I don't know. Maybe listeners will be will be in your parish. I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> if you do see uh, see something about the Immaculata community doing a mission, please come along, and you might meet me. Yay! Unless you know me already, which is probably a lot of you. Um, <laughs> All two of our listeners. <laughs> Yay! Um, no, no. I mean, there's always, there's always, um, there's always. I mean, we've got Jordan as well. That's true. Um, you know, if he sees Jordan, if you see something and you'd like to come along, that'd be that'd be awesome. But I mean, our, our listeners that write in, we'll have. Um, I don't know. Maybe Bishop Bishop Richard Umbers at that point. <laughs> be great. Um, anyway, so yes, so I'll be gone until February next year. Um, Victoria will be gone until who knows? Victoria could be there forever. We don't know. 
Um, uh, until term four. I know until that. Until term four. Okay, then, don't worry, Victoria's parents. <laughs> she might be coming back. Um, and Kiara, Kiara knows about this, so it's not as though Kiara's, like, completely in the dark. She's going to find out about it when she listens to this. Um, but Kiara's staying here in Sydney, so she's not d- disappearing. But we're going to do things a little bit differently from here on out in that our episode's going to be a bit <clears> more... Um, we're going to do a slightly different system where... Um, one of us, in order to kind of, you may have noticed that we're doing much shorter texts for about the last year, I think, um, much shorter texts because it's been quite difficult to do a text every two weeks. Um, but from here on out, we're going to be having... Um, Almost like a show and tell. Yeah, a bit like that, that one one of us will present a book or a text of some sort uh, and present it and talk about it. And sort of the other two of us will, will bounce off them and, yeah. and discuss that. So it'll be a little bit more, um, yeah, like you say, a little bit more show and so tell. So some examples that will be coming up, for instance. Uh, we have... We have um, um, My Last Duchess by Robert Browning. Yes. Um, n- no shock. That's the one that I brought to the table. Uh, Luke, which oh. one are you doing? Uh, I have... Um, Jennifer Fulweiler's Something Other Than God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's her autobiography of sorts, her conversion story. And Kiara will be bringing, um, and this is probably my, my so, to, up there, you know, uh, in terms of literature discoveries of the year, um, was, uh, is it Hemingway? No, no Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Joan of Arc. So, yeah, St. Joan of Arc. Mark Twain wrote a biography of St. Joan of Arc. Anyway, we'll leave it at that. Kiara we'll is going to tell us about it. tell us about it. But, I mean, I find that amazing. I'm I had excited. no idea about it. But it's very exciting. Um, so, yes, you have that to look forward to and much more. We may be a little on a little bit of a hiatus, depending on how many recordings we get done. We're going to have to <clears> do things over Skype a bit. We're going to try and get some recordings done so that we're, I think, you know, we've got some... I'm ready to to just be sent out while we're gone. But so don't be surprised if there's times when we're not on the air and things like that. But yeah, in the meantime, there'll be a good opportunity to go back and and listen or maybe Mm. not. Maybe don't go back and listen. I've (laughs) gone back to the start one, like the the beginning ones. It's it's interesting. It's very different. (laughs) (laughs) We've become a little bit too comfortable, I think. Well, Um, the the beginning ones, just as a side note, I was listening to... uh, C.S. Lewis, the yep. the me Christianity yeah. ones, where if I recall, we actually sat down and wrote down every single thing we were going to say, and so when we were in 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 the um the studio, we had our little papers, and we're like, oh, it's it's really interesting that you said that, Luke, because I have <laughs> I have this to say. <laughs> it was it's very structured. Now it's, it's just whatever. Now we're just a lot more conversational. You know, I kind of like it better this way. I like it better this way too. Um, means I. Don't have to think as much, um, but I mean it's no, it's it's good. But give us some feedback if you would like us to go back to structure. Yeah, well, I mean, or if you have texts you'd you, like you're us to cover. You're going to be making our lives somewhat harder, but that's okay because we <laughs> want to make our, our podcast good. And if yes, if you have some texts to cover, mm. please um, please send in some ideas. But um, yes, we'll be off to Europe and then off south. Carol yeah. still be here. So, um, yes, until next time, uh, goodbye and God bless. Bye. That was an episode of Catholics Free from cradio.org.au.